0: Welcome to What's the Word Downtown, a weekly podcast dedicated to mining the depth of the word. A word that's sharp and active in downtown Tyler, Texas. Join Eric, Matt, and Mike as we get the word out at Bethel. Hey, welcome to What's the Word Downtown. I'm Matt McGill. This is Pastor Eric Barton, and we are coming at you quasi-live from the top floor of Bethel Bible Church in downtown Tyler, Texas. The Nerve Center. The Nerve Center. Yes. And you hit a few nerves yesterday, <laughs> I brother. did. We were in Genesis 33, 34, which you, you took a pretty quick pace through. I had to, And then yeah. you camped into
1: 35. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For almost 50 minutes, which was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you for that. That's 50 minutes U.S., not Canadian. That's true. That's a a whole different. That's a little shorter. Mm. Uh, So Genesis 33, uh,
0: here, Jacob meets Esau. At long last. Yeah, and you know, I I just want to talk sort of 10,000-foot view. Okay. Because for me, uh, we all know that somewhere in our past, we have a debt. Somewhere in our past, we have something that uh, we're grateful to be forgiven by God for, mm-hmm. but this side of eternity, yeah. there's ramifications to our sin. And wreckage. And wreckage. Right. And, uh, you know, he brings all his baggage, if you will, <laughs> right, to his brother that he assumes is going to hurt him or at least right what is the wrong that has been done to Esau. Jacob assumes that's what Esau's going to do, but he gets something completely different rather than not only does, you know, he gets mercy, he gets grace. And we get this through this older brother who is in a way, there's a, there's a scent, there's the smell of Jesus. There's the smell of the prodigal son. There's the smell of the father's love being extended to the son who has returned at least seemingly in a, a, quasi-repentant posture, you know, in so much yeah. as he knows he's incurred a debt that Esau is justified in dealing him the blow. But somehow Esau knows he doesn't need anything. Right. And he weeps. Yeah. Now, this has also got to be instructive because we're going to see, actually, we're probably not going to get into it in this, uh, in this yet. event, but we know that Joseph, what is going yeah. to happen for Jacob is very similar to this as as Joseph come as Joseph receives all of his brothers right. and they and sends them back for his father. It's a beautiful story. Right, and we get mercy, mercy, mercy. It's just the echo mm-hmm. through Genesis. I don't know. Just wanted to say that at the outset because that seems yeah. like really the the real core of thirty three is something like uh, sinners come home. You will find mercy is yeah. Available.
1: Well, it's a perplexing passage because, again, we in our Western way tend to read even biblical narrative as though we're reading a collection of fables, mm-hmm. and it's not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of Western literature likes to espouse and embody all of our virtues in a particular character mm-hmm. to make a mythology for our society and our civilization. Sure, It's not at all the way the Old Testament is written. Jacob is not a hero And anyway, he does not reflect or represent all of our virtues personified. He's an error with feet. He just continues to make a mess. And yet he encounters the unchosen one, Mm -hmm. Esau, which Mm -hmm. we know from the New Testament in the book of Romans. Man, Esau, there's nothing virtuous about Esau. And yet this pagan older brother by probably seven to ten minutes, his Mm -hmm. older brother. Mm -hmm. That's all it (laughs) took. That's all it took is the is the one who demonstrates dignity, nobility, grace, and mercy. Mm -hmm. And so we we have a tendency to rush to, well, Esau's the better guy. Mm -hmm. Really, that's not what's going on. The point of the whole book of Genesis is the faithfulness of God. Yeah,
0: It seems to be like the true north by which all other virtuous or lack thereof men are measured throughout Genesis. Right. He is the true north, his steadfast love, uh, and... They either are with it or away
1: from it, but
0: he does not change.
1: God does not change, right, absolutely. And so the promise God makes to Abraham, Isaac, and now Jacob, even in a stubborn, uh, driven-by-desire kind of a guy like Mm -hmm. Esau, Mm -hmm. it's fascinating and instructive that God can actually soften even that heart. And he is then the instrument of bestowing grace and mercy to his conniving cheating younger brother all of which was unnecessary god was going to do this anyway Mm -hmm. and yet jacob struggled esau was provoked all these things and yet there's reconciliation Mm -hmm. there is a uh, sort of the text doesn't say it overtly but there is a okay we are restored now Mm -hmm. the bygone is the bygone the wreckage has been healed there's no Mm -hmm. question that there was uh, a deceit and a scheme and yet over two decades, God has actually blessed Esau's household as well, mm-hmm. because he's at least a part of the lineage of Abraham. Well, we
0: don't have a story of Esau running after Jacob, right? Which is, I mean, I don't know if that is there is an implicit uh, virtue sufficient. in 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 Esau to not avenge, right? You know, the,
1: apparently Esau is the kind of guy, and his heritage, all of his countrymen mm-hmm. and kinsmen, the Edomites thereafter are all vengeful, Mm -hmm. bad people. But in this case, God's worked in his heart and life to say, no, I'm sufficient. I don't need to seek vengeance. We're good. That's a surprise, but it's, again, not because of Esau's character. uh,
0: You you kind of wonder if Esau, he's like, man, I got to stay away from my brother. Every time (laughs) I get close to him, I lose something. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So here we see, even I see an application in verse 10 where where, uh, Jacob seeks to repay Esau. He does. And I see this application of, hey, we're saved by grace, but let me show you, God, why you were right to save me. Right. I mean,
1: this is the this really sits down it in our business, it does. doesn't it? It does. And it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. I'm going to give you five different flocks, five hundred and fifty animals is an exorbitant fee that he sends on ahead. And Esau's like, that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And God says, you don't have to do that. It's been done already. Mm-hmm. I've gone before you. Mm-hmm. And so you get a little bit of a flicker and a foreshadow where what we're going to see in chapter 34 mm-hmm. is the fear of God precedes Jacob. It's the same thing with Esau, the fear of God's preceding Jacob, that God's going to do this because he's faithful. He has promised and he will not fail. And then you're going to see Moses using all of this narrative to tell the children of Israel, hey, God's promised. We do not need to fear. We do not need to scheme and connive mm-hmm. God's got this. Yeah, and, and for Esau, it
0: seems to me there's a there's a maxim here of when God deals graciously with you, you can then deal graciously with others. Absolutely, because
1: we have been set free, mm-hmm. we are free to treat others with lavishness. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the favorite stories I have of that in the New Testament is in Acts 16, mm-hmm. where Paul and Silas are in prison in Philippi. Mm-hmm. And the earthquake happens, the doors fly open, their shackles come off. Now, mm-hmm. I would interpret that to go, it's go time. I'm free. I'm out of here. They know that if they leave, the jailer dies. But because they're free already, ultimately, and in the in the infinite sense, they are free to stay.
0: And seek the eternal life of the, of the one who would have been lost.
1: Because they're utterly free. And so that's a, a, a New Testament flicker of this sort of... Hey, Esau, he's he's completely sufficient in himself, in his identity, because he doesn't need to strive or grasp for anything. He has seen how that's gone. And yes, he sees, I think God, he senses that God is with Jacob. Mm-hmm. And so there's that's a right.
0: reconciliation. And we know this side of Christ, that Christ is coming right. through mm-hmm. Jacob. Correct. And as this happens, there is a sense of distant, distancing now where... Uh, he tells Esau he's going to zig, but instead he zags. Right. He wants separation, so right. he's 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 sought restitution. Figures he has it, but says, I, "I am not my brother. I'm not with my brother any longer. I am the one that has to that through which this thing is going to happen. I don't. I, I needed. I needed forgiveness, or at least I needed to stop suffering under what was the other shoe dropping. Because right. I knew, a, you know, you can't live that way, Eric. You can't no. live." Uh, feeling like at any moment i 'm going to be found out, and That's, yet
1: right, and yet that is the life of Jacob in us all. It is so he has a physical limp, mm-hmm. but then there 's a spiritual limp that he 's always got this crippling disability mm-hmm. of fearing being found out, mm-hmm. and of course, the meta narrative is you 're already found out right, and forgiven. So that's, he, so, that's the so here's
0: what, And this is where I feel like this is a linchpin right into 34. Okay. Because uh, I, the truth about you oftentimes is made known through your children. <laughs> They're
1: symptom bearers. <laughs> They're symptom bearers, are Surely, they not? Absolutely. There is a
0: problem yeah. in Jacob's home, and he's trying to keep it together.
1: But what happens with Dinah? In, in chapter 34, and you're right, the, the pivot out of 33 where Jacob could have and should have. Moses doesn't make a whole lot of commentary mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. but it's pretty evident in the text that Jacob is lying. He tells Esau, who offers to escort him, Jacob says no. He says, well, then let me just leave some men with you to protect you. Jacob says no. It's because Jacob has in mind, I'm taking off. I'm not going to eat him, which is fine. If he would have just said, Esau, my brother, you know the oracle of God given to our mother. I'm going to Bethel. Yeah. If he'd have just been honest, that's
0: about kind of it. tough to bring back up. After you know, you know, you know those conversations you just but can't is, have
1: with your family. You know. Well, but that, I mean, that's a different kettle of fish. Right, and okay. welcome to Thanksgiving, by the way, <laughs> as you gather around. It's and talk heavy about on our up. hearts, yes, yes, man. You yes. Know? But I mean, it, you can be honest, not not in a dirtbag kind yeah. of way. Of hey, remember you yeah, like yeah. a little brother does. Tweet, tweet, I'm tweet. going on towards the call of God. You stay here with your Edomites. Just to say. That is not my portion. Thank you for restoring and for loving me and, uh, and accepting mm-hmm. me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know I have to go this way. Mm-hmm. That would have been marvelous. But it, all the while, his entire entourage is watching how he deals, mm-hmm. watching how he encounters and addresses life's problems. Mm-hmm. Now, that sort of ethos is absolutely transmitted to all of his offspring. Mm-hmm. There's not a noble one among them. None of them. And so, by the time you get to the book of Judges, you realize, oh man, these twelve brothers and their offspring and their progeny are absolutely wicked, and yet God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so, yeah, it pivots us right into There's quite 34. a bit of George Costanza in Jacob. Isn't there? <laughs> what I mean that's by deep that
0: theology—that's good. What I mean, like we see in George Costanza, the opportunity
1: to make things right or for those of You who may be younger than us, if that's even possible. George Costanza, a mythical figure of the hit late 20th century
0: reality show. An archetypal
1: recovering. A recovery by Larry David.
0: (laughs) Yes. About the heart of man. Correct. George Costanza. The flailing failure. Yes. Yes. The lovable loser. Mm Mm-hmm. All of us. Wow. So, here he cannot control his sons. This horrible thing. Rape. Humiliation. Yeah. Out of wedlock, I will take you. Mm-hmm. Is this
1: is that what this is? Absolutely. There's, there's no. Is it rape? It's rape. I mean, just to use the 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 R word in a they use morning. the word humiliated, which means it brings a social aspect oh, to it. it. Degradation, defilement, humiliation, the objectification of a human. Even in antiquity, 3,800 years ago, I mean, Moses makes commentary: this thing must not be done. and and everybody knew it intrinsically and implicitly, that's something you don't do. Even in a horribly pagan context, that is seizing another person unto yourself Mm. as an object, Mm -hmm. and you can't do that. And again, what this would have confined Dinah to is a life of widowhood.
0: Mm. So she's 15.
1: He took took her
0: future from him, from her.
1: Absolutely, he mm-hmm. robbed her life and future, and likely that of her posterity. Yeah, her offspring. I mean, it's an egregious thing that happened. Which there.
0: tell me if I'm wrong, but there was a, a the conception of heaven was lived out through your genealogy rather than some after death life, right? Right for the right. for the Jew, for him to take her future, the possibility of being wed and mothering children, and all he took her very life and eternal life at the same time.
1: As far as the conception of the day was, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So it's an it's the worst thing that Mm -hmm. happens and that can happen, and then you get this remarkable commentary where Jacob does nothing. But it does say, and I'm not trying
0: to I'm not trying to help Jacob out here, (laughs) but but it does say his sons weren't around at the time. Doesn't it say something like it was they're out of the field? But he
1: doesn't do anything. Is he not up to it? hard to say i mean this is the guy who when he goes to find rachel picks up the large stone from the mouth of the well by himself where the other shepherds couldn't do it he does it now i get it he's a, he's 105 mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. but these biblical years and those days and those ages are different jacob's up to it there's i mean so you think he could write he could have righted
0: it right? how, how what, what? Oh. i don't want to push back but i do, i am interested to know what were the other
1: possibilities culturally and the custom Jacob would have gone and sought out his other sons and said, boys, we got a problem. I mean, it's you can almost so hear... So there it. is
0: a sense of he's just going to wait for them to get back to him. There's not, there's not a...
1: Yeah, uh, that thing was an egregious sin done to mm-hmm, his household. Mm-hmm. He's always been an active grasper and an active doer. But now when someone, his own progeny has been defiled, he goes passive. But is that because he's
0: actively grabbing in that space? And to, and to act, to right the wrong done to his daughter would have compromised him in his yeah, plunder. Because or, he's
1: still thinking, yes. I'm going to achieve God's promise by my means. Mm-hmm. I'm going to out scheme and I'm going to out business mm-hmm. these people. Yeah. They're dumb, they're dim, they're pagans. I'm going to get their lands. I'm going to get their livestock. I'm going to get their wealth and assets. And God's going, no, no, I have given it to you already and that's the siren song over and over again that moses will warn the israelites over god's done this now you have to go and do it but god's done it do it in his way and they continue to fail and so they see this back from their forefather god's done it now go do it but do it his way brunner brought out
0: this point when with speaking about king herod that when you resist the son you will end up killing children Mm. now that's a heavy thing
1: that's a very heavy
0: thing but here uh here we have uh, a people who these are peg, for all intents and purposes a pagan people, right? Ha- not Hamor. Who's uh, Hamor? Hamor and this is, a, this is a pagan people. Right. They take what they want, do what they want, right? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, here they have essentially killed this child, right? And he is
1: saddled up to these god deniers, right? Which God has already said, do not intermarry with the Canaanites. I'm using you both in the near term and the long term as an instrument of judgment against these Canaanites who were practicing horrific child sacrifice. They were roasting their own babies in brass bowls. I mean, this is a horrific culture. And God says, I'm purging that. I want you to displace them. And Jacob says, you know what? I think I think we can actually work together on this deal. Mm-hmm. And so he continues to scheme and so when we have a compromise with the culture, we're completely outside of God's
0: intended purpose for us. Do the boys bring Jacob back to God's intended purposes or did the, or, or are the boys way off? Are they way outside? Or is this just the kind of uh, idea that a young person would come up with? It's more yeah. than just vengeance. There's a little bit of, uh, we're going to do it. Even worse to let you know you don't mess with us? I don't know.
1: A little bit. I mean, again, Though? Humiliation. First,
0: they get them to exactly. circumcise all their men, right. which is kind of unthinkable that they went along with this. They're, they're showing like the hand of God. I couldn't go out and find in the
1: square 10 people uh,
0: to be circumcised uh, no. for a million dollars. I don't know. Uh,
1: but these guys yeah. do it because they think they're going to out business mm-hmm. Jacob. Oh, we're going to take all of their livestock, all their possessions. Clearly, they're wealthy people. We'll do this little deed because, I mean, who cares? And they think they're going to take all of Jacob's household's assets. So they're both thinking they're going to outbusiness one another. Right. In other words, if I can draw on yet another pop culture illusion here, the Will Smith movie, I Am Legend. Okay. Great messianic figure. Yeah. Great messianic. Yeah. Grotesque movie in a lot of ways, but there's this wonderful refrain where Will Smith's character all through the movie keeps going, I can fix this. I can fix this. Mm-hmm. I can fix this. And what he, of mm-hmm. course, not to, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, what you find out at the end of the movie is he can't fix it. Mm-hmm. What he has to do is die. Die, yeah. And he has to be the sacrificial mm-hmm. viral spread mm-hmm. of wellness. Yes. And Jacob's Beautiful. continuous attempt is to, I can fix this. I can fix this. Mm-hmm. But the gospel comes along and says, I've already fixed this. Yeah, and this and is so the boys are bearing that, like, we're going to fix this and then some. We're going to bake this cake, and then we're going to super frost it. We're going to not just avenge our sister, but we're going to slaughter you after we've humiliated you. I mean, this is not how God's people are to behave. This is not Israel, the, those who are in the struggling with God. That's not how they behave. And so there is this grotesque manifestation of Jacob's maneuverings and his manipulations carried out in these guys. And, yeah, and by the way, yeah. this is Simeon and Levi. The, the progenitor of the priestly, the priestly line, line. Yeah. and this is how he's behaving. This is an amazing story, and it ends
0: with what is a soul crusher of a rhetorical question. All right, uh, yeah. The chapter ends. Should he treat our sister like a prostitute?
1: And it wafts because there's no answer. Yeah, of course not. But this would not have happened if you were in Bethel. Hmm. You pivoted. You went to Shechem. You let your eyes fall just like Uncle Lot Mm -hmm. who winds up in Sodom. It's Mm -hmm. not where I told you to go. Not what I told you to do. Not the people with whom I told you to associate. Look what happens. Now, we've already studied that in Genesis 18 and 19. Jacob is adopting not the ways of Abraham. He's adopting the ways of Lot. So Moses here writing this 430,
0: 450 years later has yet to go, he's yet to ascend to Mount Sinai and Correct. receive the Ten Commandments. But what we do know is that first commandment is, thou shall have no other gods <laughs> before right. me. The question here at the end, should he treat our sister like a prostitute? And you said like the big silence, the big rhetorical question. Uh, is that what's going to happen? And, the, and it, it's hard not to, and I, again, Forgive me if I jump the sh- jump the shark. Is that Correct. the right? If I jump the shark by jumping too quick to the application. No, no, no. As a, as the bride of Christ, are we not? Do we not live in somehow in that perpetual question of would the enemy would the enemy create of us prostitutes? Yes. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes.
1: But. Our father and groom, yes, the two different members mm-hmm. of the triune Godhead, the father does not leave that question unanswered. unanswered.: That's right. The father ends up treating the son, the groom as the enemy who has I mean it's, it's unbelievable, but when that, you see all but this that come question
0: together. hanging in the air demands an answer. It does. The human race has to be saved, correct. And if not, they are destined to killing one another and becoming prostitutes.
1: Yeah. And the question goes unanswered and effectively goes unanswered for another 800 years when David comes on the scene, noble, good King David, ready and handsome, the picture of dignity, the hero, the architect. No, no, no. He finishes badly mm-hmm. and he continues to sort of just flame out at the end. He has the egregious sin with Bathsheba where he murders Mm. her husband and then later his own children as Amnon rates Tamar and they go, David, what are you going to do about this? This must not be done in Israel. Shall she be treated like a prostitute? David goes, I mean... uh," And he feels like he's been disqualified to act in holiness. So it's an egregious thing that begins to happen here with Jacob and his daughter Dinah that ripples forward to David And then a thousand years after David, we see the question finally answered. No, God says, my daughter will not be treated like a prostitute. Mm -hmm. He pours out his full wrath on the son. Even though
0: though she has acted like a prostitute. Oh, gosh, and that's the thing. I have here, the living and active son of God forgives us of idolatry. The living and active word of God cleanses us Mm. of idolatrous thinking the living and active spirit of God available in the body of Christ. See you at ten o'clock on Sunday morning or in the men's group, you know, whenever. Available in the body of Christ offers pathways to worship training. That's what you said yesterday, yeah, didn't you absolutely. say it's a training wor- and to training and right wor- worship. A when rehearsal. A
1: rehearsal that's for what you said. us as the people of God. Absolutely. Mm. Practice rehearsal, the the repetition right? Building muscle memory mm-hmm. to be the people of mm-hmm. God happens in worship. Mm-hmm. And so that finally then because us- the
0: default is that we're all whores. Sorry, I use that word.
1: You did. And that's not wrong. I mean, you mm-hmm. see the graphic language of Ezekiel 16. And in Hosea three, when God will say again and again, my people have cheated on me. Mm-hmm. They've not just cheated on me. They have done egregious, vile sins of passion, mm-hmm. And I love them anyway, and mm-hmm. I woo them back. Mm-hmm. That is unfortunately our story.
0: So we have here now in thirty-five. Uh, you have this sort of denouement, okay, of, of sorts, right? I mean, the whole. F- I mean, it's it's by no means over. But some things are settling. Correct. Rachel's going in the ground, right? Uh, ostensibly just off the side of the road. Isn't that what you said? She doesn't really get a place of honor, even though she was afforded way too much honor on the front end. Right. And her, who was afforded no honor on the front end, Deborah, finds herself in a, in a place of great esteem. Is that right, or am I wrong on that?
1: Well, Deborah, the nurse of Rebecca, she dies as well. So three deaths in chapter okay. 35, Deborah is buried under the oak, which is just a, a way of venerating this old servant to the family. Mm -hmm. But later, it's Leah, the one who was despised, who gets taken to the cave of Machpelah, Mm -hmm. where Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, and Rebekah are buried. It's it's Leah that gets the place of honor. Rachel, and it's kind of never really explained why. She's interred, buried, off the side of the road between Jerusalem and Mm -hmm. Bethlehem, Mm -hmm why was Jacob in such a hurry to go south? We don't know. Mm -hmm. He just departs Bethel ostensibly to go and see his father Isaac, but he wasn't that far from the cave. He could have taken her there. But this woman for whom he worked 14 years that he thought would complete him, Mm -hmm. by this point in his life now, 30 years later, he's realized, no, she, she didn't. She was amazing. She was beautiful. But No, she wasn't the one who actually ultimately completed him. Well, and you wonder
0: if, you know, let me have a personal moment with Mm. you all. You know, I was when I when I was coming up and thinking about you know the way I relate to women. It was really more about like what I could steal, what I could plunder, what I could get and grab, Um, and it makes me wonder if. Uh, if the, the act of removing the earrings and removing all of that, yeah. which was all of that that stuff, all of that weighted down the, that, that evidence of idolatrous hearts, right? If taking all of that off, if, if, if you know because those things were buried before everyone died, right right? And, and you, like you said, where do you put dead things in the ground? right? These are lifeless things. And yet as if we cling to lifeless things, they kill us. Right? They dehumanize us. They drag us into the ground. We're no longer worshiping the one true God. We've put something between us and
1: God, which dehumanizes us. It's remarkable, Mm -hmm. Matt, that 3,800 years ago, Mm -hmm. people really haven't changed. Mm -hmm. For thousands of years, what is Jacob? What is Jacob's lineage? What is Mm -hmm. it everybody essentially want? They want a life that works. Mm -hmm. They just, you can boil everything down to that elemental ingredient, people are simply pursuing a life that works. Mm -hmm. And they think that might mean by putting rings in with pagan symbols that allows the gods to speak to our heads, Mm -hmm. to give us wisdom, to have a life that works. Or it's, I'm going to take that thing to myself because that's going to give me the life that works. I'm going to go and I see Rachel, I'm going to do this thing because that's the life that'll work. Mm -hmm. And it's remarkably Consistent, the pattern, and over and over and We're over short-sighted.
0: We're short-sighted. We don't understand the
1: ramifications of the choosing. Correct. <laughs> and and we live, I mean, Paul will say this in the New Testament, we live according to the flesh, mm-hmm. not according to the spirit. That's the great tension of humanity for thousands of years. It's it's to live according to
0: the flesh, but paradoxically, is actual death. It is
1: death because death belongs in the ground, and that, that lifestyle, that mindset drags us into the ground. Mm-hmm. The flesh, living according to the flesh, Paul will say to synthesize, is living according to the rule of a realm in which God is not sovereign. In other words, living according to the rule of a realm in which I am sovereign, but that way leads to death. And you see Jacob do it. You see his sons do it. You see us do it. For thousands of years, we live in a a realm in which God is not sovereign but he is but
0: this is this is how these stories in Genesis are so i was going to say proleptically but no i mean apophatically living and active for us because they help us to recognize that as you said in 3800 years nothing has changed right. and we need a good anchored low anthropology mm-hmm. that is a low view of humanity's capacity to be good apart from We
1: can't fix this, God. You know, and we don't have the strength nor the wisdom on our Mm -hmm. own to not live according to Mm -hmm. the flesh. We need a champion who didn't live according to the flesh for his whole life to then impute that sort of completed scorecard Mm -hmm. unto us. And so, yeah, like you've said, at long last we get this sort of um, climactic push where finally Jacob goes to Bethel, where he should have been all along.
0: Yeah, and the the cool thing was for me at the end is that uh, he can't, uh, God just can't walk with you. He's got to walk with your sons. Yes, yes. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's sort of like Jacob this whole time has been his own guy trying to manipulate and leverage and mitigate and do all of these things to uh, sort of step around what God's unveiling plan is for him. And he can't thwart it, right? And yet now, somehow, it, th- this beautiful end that brings together something like I will, the 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 uh, Micah, uh, I will bring together the hearts of their sons, yes, to their hearts, of their fathers. We Malachi this, four, yeah. Malachi, we have this beautiful portion here now where who buries Isaac? Jacob. And Esau. And Esau. Yeah. And it's just this beautiful moment of reconciliation yep. that somehow breathes life into that big waft of, oh. shall we let our yeah. daughters become prostitutes? Here are the two boys who have wronged, they know everything about each other. You're getting together for Thanksgiving with people <laughs> that know way too much about Correct. you for you to be safe in that room with them. <laughs> At least your ego, anyway.
1: That's why the Lord also <laughs> gave us football. <laughs> just
0: kidding. So, so... Uh, here, you know, here it's like Obi Wan who says, "In death, I shall become yes. much stronger than I ever was in life." Yeah. Isaac, in dying, it brings together this beautiful chapter close where I, in a sense, all is forgiven. Esau is not after right. Jacob, who he is right to be after, right? I mean, it, it would be a, it would be to his rights to 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 take the blessing back, sure, take the birthright
1: back. Well, it, you almost get the sense that when Jacob and Esau arrive at Hebron to be with Isaac, you almost get the sense that Isaac has been holding on, holding on, not dying. Right. Not saying that he's been living, right? but he's not been dying. He's just been holding on, and then he sees his boys together. And I can die. And I can die. Mm -hmm. I mean, that moved me all week long and praying and preparing for this. I just thought Mm -hmm. my own two sons and I thought of my parents who their greatest joy was to see their sons get along. And one day that's going to happen. That's to see the siblings actually have harmony and peace. Mm -hmm. And then you think, oh my goodness, how much more so infinitely so Mm -hmm. does the father love to see the children the offspring the siblings the brothers and sisters communing together that's the drumbeat of the new testament is to see the the siblings in harmony and love and worship together but it's because the firstborn
0: among many brethren it's exactly paid right. the cost cuz he's a good big brother he
1: forgave our jacobness that's right he took our jacobness into himself and died for it mm-hmm. now that ought to move us and so to be very practical yeah we can go to thanksgiving yeah And be with family, and we don't have to grasp, we don't have to fret, we don't have to fuss. We can forgive. We can, because we have been. We are free Mm -hmm. to endure and enjoy and experience, because you know what? They're going to have to enjoy and endure and experience us as well. We're a whole bunch of Jacobs Mm -hmm. that have had our our Jacobing removed by our better big brother. Mm -hmm. And so we give thanks.
0: Yes. Let's uh, focus on our Esau. I mean, Jesus. (laughs) This Thanksgiving... Guys, great being with you. We'll see you Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, the first week of Advent. Correct. Here we go. Finish
1: our Genesis series. God bless you. Yep.
0: See y'all.